This is Tending Seeds, a podcast about my adventures in homesteading and herbalism. I'm Sarah Schuster, and I'll be your host. Thanks for being here today. Hey friends, this is episode 22 of Tending Seeds. I am so glad to be back with you. The weather has kind of turned here finally, and I am loving it. It's giving me so much energy, even though the weather's still a little bit bizarre. Um, just yesterday, working outside, we had some snow and rain in the morning, and then two hours later, it was bright and sunny, and I was working just in a t-shirt. But anyway, it is sunny out, which I am loving life because of that. I'm also feeling a little bit energized um, just because earlier in the month, I had a back injury from a chiropractic adjustment that did not go well and was really aggressive and left me in a ton of pain. I lost about a week and a half of downtime to that, but I'm past that now and feeling so much better. And that just has me like also really loving life to just be moving well again and without as much pain. Also, uh, February 1st marked one year of us doing the podcast, so happy birthday to us and to Tending Seeds. I'm so glad to be doing this work and to be reaching and connecting with so many of you. We actually last month also passed over 15,000 unique downloads, which was so cool and so much bigger than I ever really thought this project would turn into. And I'm really excited for another year of broadcasting and making episodes for you all. And as always, feel free to write in and let me know what you would like to see more of and what kind of topics you would like to see covered um, related to herbalism, homesteading, or just any of the various projects that I am always working on. Today, I want to do just like a big farm update for you all and let you know just kind of things that are going on here and what is going on behind the scenes, what we're working on, what we're getting ready to start working on. I also have a few listener questions to address that I'm excited to talk about because they're all really like interesting and cool. But yeah, so here on the farm, we are gearing up for our growing season. We're working on infrastructure things, um, getting areas fenced off, I've written or I've talked to you guys about the woes of dealing with the deer. I love deer, but they are hungry, hungry, hungry animals. And we definitely like grew some things last year that we never got to eat (laughs) that the deer got to. So fencing has been going up. We just fenced off um, two pretty good sized areas. We are more than doubling our growing area from last year. We probably will continue to increase that this season as well. So in my effort to not bite off more than we can chew, I've fenced out two areas so far. I'm planning out, you know, what's going in those. And then if I have overfill from that, then we'll fence in a third area. And then also beyond that, we're continuing to like put down wood chips and mulch um, for areas that we plan to expand into um, in additional years from now. So just starting to like pre-prep that soil. So we've only been here a year and a half. The land here was just really heavy, compacted clay. Trying to do any sort of work on it was pretty impossible. Um, I could get a tool like a pitchfork about two inches into the ground. Um, before just not being able to work any any deeper down into that. So even though I believe in no-till, we decided that we were going to have to do one initial pass with the tiller. Um, And I'm really happy to say that, you know, we did that last year. And then that ground, there's still like a visible difference um, in terms of how that ground looks and feels. And so even just like this past week, going out and working on fencing in that area and expanding for this current year, the ground, even though it was tilled a year ago, and we've just let it sit, you know, we've, we've 
been adding like leaves and compost onto it. Um, it was already just so much easier to get those fence posts into the ground. And so I'm just really excited to see, you know, having done just one pass with the tiller, our plan is to be no till from here on out. And it does seem to have made a really big difference in the soil. And now it's just on us to do the work to continue to build really, really good, high quality soil for our growing areas here. We also planted some golden seal out in the woods. So we have most of our property is actually woods, not open pasture. And it's very hilly with some deep ravines. We do have like a year round creek at the bottom of one of those ravines. And so I'm planning to just grow a lot of medicinal herbs that are those longer standing things that, you know, we plant them and we'll check on them and mulch them, but we're not going to be touching them to harvest any part of them for probably five to seven or even more years than that, which, you know, is definitely like the long game and a game of patience. And that is difficult for me at times. Patience is probably not one of my virtues, but I'm learning. (laughs) So um, checking in on those things has been nice. It's a good, just sort of a test of my patience to go out there and kind of like check on the little plant babies and know that they're just going to have to do their thing for five plus years. Also getting ready to start seeds indoors. I'm going to be experimenting with a new grow light set up this year. So hopefully maybe this weekend or later this coming week, we'll be getting that set up. We're also looking into building a small greenhouse over the next month or so. I've been looking into that. And of course, there are many levels of greenhouses that you can get or put onto your property. And I do want something more permanent someday. And it's something that's going to be a lot more work for us to build. Um, I've found some really cool plans for building your own greenhouses. And that's kind of more up my alley in terms of the aesthetic and how those look and also just like the materials used. But that's not something I can probably get together in this coming month. So we're looking at just a smaller temporary structure to use for this year um, as we get the farming season going and then maybe using that for the year and then it would still be used on our property or if it wasn't useful anymore, you know, passing that on to someone else who's a grower who's just getting started. Um, But that would give us another year to look into building that piece of infrastructure, which is definitely going to be a little more costly than probably what we want to deal with right now for startup costs um, and something we're going to have to save for over the long term. A couple other big pieces of news that we have. One is that this podcast, you guys tell me how it helps you, but it's also been really cool and helpful for me. Um, I now have help on the farm one day per week. Someone who listened to the podcast uh, and is local here reached out to me and said, you know, they have a full-time job of their own, but it's indoors. They're really interested in learning more about herbalism and they enjoy like the more like plant witchy aspects of what I'm doing and connecting that as well. And so they're just wanting to, you know, their job is indoors, wanting to be outdoors, you know, a little bit. And so they're coming out and helping on the farm here with me one day a week. Um, And that has been amazing. So it has helped me so much just to have like a second pair of hands for some of these projects, like doing the fencing and stuff that I mentioned is just so much easier. And also it's just really nice to have company. I'm a pretty solitary, introverted person, but farming can still get a little bit lonely sometimes. Uh, I don't know that I would want to be like wrangling a crew of people like every day of the week or anything like that, but it is nice to have some company throughout the week and still to have days where it's just me. But yeah, the, the mix and the variety is definitely really nice and super appreciated, as is just the help in general. So that's been really fantastic. Uh, so thank you, Nicole. If you follow me on Instagram, you've seen me like tag her and post her in some of the photos for some of the projects we've been doing. 
So that's been really just amazing. And it's just something awesome that has come out from doing this podcast. It was just someone who listened to this and was like, hey, uh, do you need help? I want to find a farm to work on and reached out to me. So that was super cool. Another big thing that is happening starting in March for me is I've talked about the fact that I work an off-farm job a few days per week uh, in Nashville. And that job has been really amazing. They've been super supportive and flexible with my scheduling around like weather and and things like that. You know, like if it's going to rain all week on the days that I'm off, (laughs) they've let me like switch days to work so that I can like be here when it's sunny and then go work indoors uh, doing that job for them when it's raining and, and not so great for farming. They've just been so helpful. It's also where I teach uh, my classes and stuff as well in Nashville. And so it's been a really awesome, awesome opportunity for me that just like worked out incredibly well and I'm super grateful for. Um, But just as we head into farming season and I have more things pulling up my time and more things I need to be doing here on the property, I'm actually going to be reducing my number of off-farm days starting in March. So I'm just cutting back by one day. Uh, doing one day less at that job. But I'm already like really excited about that. I think that's going to open up my schedule a lot more, just having another full day to devote to things on the farm and also uh, working on our herbalism business as well, which is really important. So yeah, really excited about that. Um, That's also probably where a little bit of my extra energy is coming from is just anticipating that kind of extra freedom in my schedule, which feels super great to think about. Anyway, jumping into questions, I posted up on Instagram and just asked if anyone had questions for me about projects and things happening on the farm or with any other parts of the business. And I got three really interesting ones that I think are cool uh, to talk about. Linda wrote in and asked how doing herbal consults fits in with what I'm doing here on the farm as well. So I posted in January that I was starting to take on new herbal clients to do consultations with, um, both in person and then long distance doing like video conferencing over Zoom. And that's been going really well. It's, um, again, another reason why I'm going to be glad to have that extra day um, here on the farm each week is because that is starting to take up more of my time, which is time beyond just like the consult itself. It's like after the consultation, then me going over what we talked about and then like formulating tinctures and teas and stuff for that particular client and then shipping that to them. So having that extra time is going to be really important. Um, So for me doing those herbal consults though, to get back to Linda's question, my products are being made with herbs from the farm here. So they definitely go hand in hand that way, like supporting um, that aspect of the business. Also, I feel like doing consultations is really in line with like my overall mission to help others incorporate herbs into their lives in as many ways as possible. And so being able to work with people one-on-one has been really, really amazing to just be able to like slow down and spend that time with them and really do like a deep dive into how they're feeling in their life um, and trying to like address and support anywhere that they feel they need some additional like nourishment in their lives. So that's just been really fantastic. And I think that people being able to like have that individualized experience of working with herbs is like one of the easiest ways to get them to see like how beneficial herbs can be for them. Um, And to then hopefully like, even if they only ever do like a single consultation with me, maybe that like sets up a spark for them to then go investigate uh, herbalism further for themselves and their family and their, their loved ones. And that's kind of my goal is that, you know, I want everything that I do here on the farm and in the business to be like 
inspiring others to incorporate uh, plant medicine into their lives in whatever way that that makes sense for them, whether that's coming out to the farm and doing a consultation with me or taking a class or, you know, getting bulk herbs for me so that they can make their own products or if their lives are really busy and they can't, you know, or don't have time for that, um, having products that I can just source to them directly from the stuff I've grown here just whatever way I can get people like working with herbs more in their life. Like that to me is the overall goal. And so that's any, anytime I come up with like a new project for myself, I kind of have to like put the brakes on a little bit and ask myself, like, is this actually in line with my values and what I'm trying to do and my overall like quote unquote mission here. Um, And same with like the podcast is like, I don't make any money from doing the podcast, but like, I hope that people listening to this, you know, if you're already like gardening and homesteading, maybe this will inspire you to try to grow some medicinal herbs in your garden this year and seek out information on like how to like then take those herbs and make teas or make tinctures or salves and just to incorporate that into your life. So that's always like the point that I come back to is like, how is this like pushing that mission forward to get like more plants into the lives of more people? So yeah, that's how consults fit onto the farm for me. Uh, Karen wrote and asked, do you have a process for developing tarot teas and what drives you to make them? So I actually, I can't take credit for like the first one of these. Uh, My friend Anna Rosen, who does a podcast called Blind Love Radio and is a tarot reader, reached out to me and had a card from the Wildwood Tarot where the figure depicted on the card had a mug of tea in his hands. And she said, you know, she was like, this is going to sound really weird, but you tell me you do custom teas. Could you make me a tea where you figure out what is the tea that is in his cup um, in this figure who's depicted on this particular card? And that was sort of like the gateway. <laughs> so I did some like brainstorming on like the meaning of like that particular card Um, I also did some research um, into other sources, looking at maybe some like plant correspondences to that particular card or to other like associations with that card to the planets and things like that. And there's also like my own knowledge from my personal like tarot practice of like what I think that card like represents and some of like the emotions and or qualities that would come from like a particular card and then figuring out like what... Uh, which plants I feel also like would match up or correspond to that in terms of like the quality and energetics of like each particular herb. And then also there's, you know, trying to make it taste good too. Um, So that's how I go about developing the tarot teas. And it just sort of steamrolled from there. So like I did that first tea for Anna and then she and I both posted about it. And then other people started reaching out to me with different cards from uh, different decks and asking if I would kind of come up with a tea Uh, for that particular card. I'm about halfway through, you know, there's 22 uh, cards in the major uh, of the tarot, the major arcana. And so I'm about halfway through and like, I really want to find uh, the time and space to go ahead and figure out formulations and recipes for like all of the cards, all 22 of those cards. Um, And then I also dream of like somehow putting together a really awesome like sampler box so that people can get like a small amount of each tea for each each of those tarot cards. But that's probably a little ways down the road um, just because time and farming season is starting up. But I love putting those together. And for me, just because like working with tarot, working with the cycles of the season, working with the moon, that all like really ties into my own like personal spirituality And also like working with the moon and seasons ties into the farm and stuff as well. So like being able to blend 
herbalism and the tarot together into like one project like feels super cool and very like uh, <laughs> I hate to say like on brand, but that feels like the Venn diagram of like things that Sarah is interested in. Like that is definitely like, I want to live in that Venn diagram where those overlap. Uh, so that feels really awesome. And I've had so much fun, like getting to do those and create, create those for people. And then the third question that you all wrote in with me, Ash wrote, what projects are you focusing on this year? If any that differ from last year? So I think the big one that jumps out for me would be this year having started the Patreon and doing the full moon zines, which still, just like I was saying about the tarot and stuff, ties into working with plants for me. Um, Part of each zine that I do uh, for each full moon for each month, there's like an herbal profile in that. There's a recipe for a tea. Uh, um, at some of the tiers on the Patreon, you also get a bag of that particular tea blend with you in your envelope that month so that you can have a cup of that tea on the full moon. So that still to me is tying back to like my main mission of just like getting plants into people's lives in as many different ways as I possibly can. And yeah, so the full moon zines, um, having started that this year, that's definitely new from last year. And I'm super excited about that. Um, I've gotten like really awesome feedback from people so far about it. And I'm really excited to be continuing with that work. Um, so those are like just like 20 page zines that I'm putting out each month, um, over on Patreon. So I love that. And then probably the other thing I'm focusing on this year that's different from last year that, well, I haven't actually like officially announced this, but we'll just go ahead and talk about it is that I'm going to be doing an herbal CSA this year. So that's going to start in probably in May. Um, I'm going to start signups either late March, early April, and that's going to start in May. And that's going to be just like a monthly educational box where you're getting fresh herbs from the farm, as well as instructions on what you can do with those herbs and like the properties of those various plants that I'm getting to you. So that could just be like a mix of things from the farm aerial parts, leaves, roots, um, berries, things that we have foraged or wildcrafted on the property, just like, you know, th- uh, three to five different um, herbs, you know, that you're getting each month along with then like instructions and information like on those plants and like suggestions for how to use them. So education is like a big part of my focus as well with uh, with working with plants. That's why I do like the classes and the zine and even this podcast. And so I feel like that's a really cool way to pull people in where maybe they're not ready to start growing their own herbs yet, but they want to be able to access like really good, high quality, locally grown, you know, plants and be able to work with them um, and also receive education on like what to do with them. Um, Cause it's really easy to just like hop on an herbal website or something and feel really overwhelmed with like, okay, I can buy all these things, but then like, what do I do with them? So it's sort of like a combination of, you know, getting your box, but then also learning like some basic medicine making. So that'll be like probably like a five or six month uh, deal starting in May where you get like one box per month. So it's not like super overwhelming. It's a small amount uh, for like your household, a small amount of those herbs, you know, three to five different herbs each month for you to like work with and get to know those plants. So I'm really excited about that. Um, (laughs) I hadn't really planned to talk about that yet, but why not? Um, it's, yeah, I'm really, really, really stoked to do that this year. Um, other things just to let you all know, we're going to be doing a giveaway starting tomorrow, starting March 1st over on Instagram 
to celebrate that the podcast has been around for one year. And so some of the prizes for that will be herbal products and then also a three-month subscription to the Full Moon Philip, which is the Full Moon zine that we do on Patreon. So definitely like go over there and check that out. If you're already subscribed to the zine and you win, you can gift that subscription to someone else. We're going to do like five winners. So there'll be like one winner that gets like herbal products and a subscription and then four other people that get um, the three month subscription to the zine. And yeah, I think I'm going to kick it off there for today because it is gorgeous out and I am really energized and want to go back outside and get to work on some more stuff. So to wrap up, uh, if you want to support the show, you can check out the Patreon that I mentioned, get those monthly full moon zines in your hands every month through snail mail, which is super fun. Or you can also support the show by checking out the online shop at Fox and Elder. We've got cool seasonal stuff. So uh, yeah, lots of new stuff coming and going from the shop. So check that out. As always, you can reach out, contact me with questions, comments, topics you want me to cover. You can find me on Instagram at Fox and Elder. And you can also email me at foxandelder at gmail.com. And we'll be back soon with some new episodes for you. And like I said, make sure you hop on over if you're listening to this in real time, uh, get on over to Instagram Fox and Elder for that giveaway that we'll be doing. That's only going to run for a couple days. Um, that way you can get the March zine before the next full moon, which is going to be March 9th. All right, y'all get outside, go do something fun today. And until next time, keep your hands dirty and your heart open.